It's time for Honest Reflection in Youth Ministry. The present culture is more established than ever, yet so crushing for many a youth pastor. There's a lot to be learned about youth ministry and even more to be shared. Here's to hoping that this helps, whether you are 19 and have just started or have been serving in ministry for 19 years. We hope that this weekly dose of honesty and humor will help to heal and renew hope for you and yours. Welcome to After Nine, the most honest hour in youth ministry. Hello and welcome to After Nine. My name is Chad Higgins. And I'm Zach Workin. Zach, how in the world are you? Dude, I'm doing really, really well this week. It's into summer. It's quiet around the office. Uh, it's it's an odd kind of serenity as we get ready for this. This is this is the time of the year where all of my fellow staff members take their vacations, and so I usually do mine a little bit later in August. Kind of wait for everything to kind of get back in groove because this is like the last little bit of time. Um, before Karen goes back to school and is getting stuff ready in her classroom. And so, like, like I don't take full vacation stuff. For me, like, kind of that pastoral retreat time happens after everything else kind of comes back online. And so, like, it's almost this kind of, like, staycation because, like, there's, like, 20% of people from my office in the office, like – we had staff meeting the other day, and if there was a quorum, we would not have made the quorum. <laughs> so we just had a short prayer meeting, and it was nice, and it was good, and there wasn't the extended discussion about things of logistic or parking lot or structuring or calendaring nature. It was nice. Right. It was nice. I'll, I'll take it. So yeah, Those staff meetings where, where somebody at some point goes – are you going to be here at all this week? Like right. those are those are great, right, right, right? Or just the one where they're just gone all week. And everybody's like, I think they're on vacation, and then it's like all the Instagram photos photos pop up, and it's like, oh, he's at the beach. <laughs> it's like this big surprise. It's like, oh yeah, he's at the beach. It's great. Uh, so it's you know it's fun working on a multi staff church where you know sometimes people are just gone, and you wonder if they're ever coming back. <laughs> Because it always feels like someone's gone, right? Like that's that's part of the deal. So it's You're good. Like, did I'm, Kevin quit? Is he still his, with his, us? His office has still got stuff in it. Do you know if I can take his books now, or do I have to email him? Do I need to email him? I'll email him. I'll email him and see. So no, it's good. But I'm excited. Like, see, this is a great season for After Nine. We got some new stuff happening this fall. We've got interviews, people that are going to show up and share things about After Nine, which could be one of you, dear listener, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you are a fan of After Nine and involved in youth ministry and have stories of surrender, survival, nights you've almost quit, uh, quit or haunting questions related to your work as a youth worker, youth minister, youth director, we would love to hear from you. And you can email Chad or I at Chad or Zach at afternineministry.com uh, and share one of those stories. And we would love to record you and share you with the After Nine world because nobody understands youth ministry better than those involved in it and leading it. And no one knows the truthfulness of walking across the parking lot on a Sunday or a midweek asking those questions that are deeply existential like am i doing the thing god called me to do am i in the intermediary of my life are these young people even worth fighting for they are so entitled or so ridiculous and this just seems like a drag were those baked beans old that's always (laughs) the question that i'm asking 
Can I serve last Wednesday's baked beans on this Wednesday? <laughs> it was for a game. It's probably fine. Oh, gross. <laughs> if any of your game supplies become actual food, uh, nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Listen, as long as not everyone eats it, it's not necessarily <laughs> like a health risk. It's just a probability. Yeah. So, no, if you've ever asked any of those big questions about youth ministry, you are in welcome company today as we uh, here co hosting this After Nine episode want to talk to you about the things in ministry that are big and great because there is life change and transformation happening in young people because of your work, friend. What you do in youth ministry makes a difference and it does matter. And you are surrounded by folks that love and care about you. Hey, Zach. So, quick question. Yeah, you're, man. Ge- you're gearing up for the fall. Gearing what up. A, do you? You guys do like a large group session, right? Like a yeah. What What does that look like for you we, guys? We have several large group sessions every <laughs> week. Uh, so the thing that I had to like really like massage out of our group when I first showed up is that we had like so many competing large group ideas going on. So we've streamlined those things now. But Sunday morning for us is the production. That is, it's some kind of opening silliness or game or slideshow thing or a video. It's a little bit of small group and it's student-led song singing, worship singing, and then a little bit of teaching either for myself or one of our other great teachers. And so it, it is like this is kind of the package deal. It's our large group thing. For some churches, it's on their on their midweek, whether it's a Wednesday or a Thursday. For us, it's Sunday morning. Uh, we're just kind of a Sunday morning church that we get – our folks come and they stay for the, the long haul. They'll get mm-hmm. in for like an early life group hour at 9 and stay till noon. And so that's kind of our joke around the office is that our folks put in a Sunday and a Wednesday on a Sunday. Gotcha. <laughs> so. so they're there. So you have all, all these different elements. As, as we talk to youth ministers from all over the place, um, everybody's Wednesday or Sunday or Tuesday or whatever um, looks completely different. We have all of these different elements that for most people involve some sort of worship, some speaking, game element, maybe some um, conversations, things like that, that, that yeah. may be going on. Um, and, and so last week here at After Nine, we talked a little bit about Youth Ministry Booster, um, youthministrybooster.com. If you want to take uh, some time um, before or after this episode, you can go to the landing page there. Um, we will officially launch Youth Ministry Booster on October the 10th, and so get ready for that. Um, but- 10 it's a win. <laughs> ten, ten. So that was rejected. That was rejected. That was rejected. Um, I, I just like it. Do you remember Rin 1010, the, the canine? The dog show. Yeah, it was great. Yes, so it's going to be a barbecue and uh, homage to a German shepherd, and so we want you to be a part of that. Um, no, it's be a good so, time. <laughs> so uh, there's a landing page there. Go and put in your um, email address so you can get information on that as we launch um, some upfront before the launch um, resources that we'll provide for people um, that that go ahead and put their um, email address in there. We want to get connected to you, get to know you a little bit better, um, be able to ask you some questions. Um, and before we start and as we, as we get going and all those kind of things that can really help us. But Youth Ministry Booster, um, this idea is from, from Zach and myself and working with student ministry for years. Um, we've been asking these these questions of how can we help youth ministers do what they do best? 
And and so, man, we've met so many people, especially through this podcast, that are guys and, and gals that are working so so hard to do ministry well. And we want to we want to come alongside you. We want to provide support, encouragement along the way, so you can minister to the people that God has entrusted you with to the very best of your ability. Um, so, Zach, tell us a little bit when you when as we've talked about youth ministry booster. Um, what are what are some of the problems that you feel like we're trying to to answer that we've been thinking through and about that we feel like youth ministers have of why this youth ministry booster thing makes sense? Yeah. So, so one of the things that we've talked about a lot is that it feels like there's a plethora of small group curriculums out there. Sure. But there's not the same kind of guiding light or or directing voice for the way to kind of piece together large group stuff. Uh, there are marketplaces that have, uh, it seems like, unlimited resources of, of games, ideas, one-offs, series, series with scripted talks, series uh, with amazing videos, with like scripts or like follow-up questions or whatever. But there doesn't seem to be this kind of like guiding, coaching, creative thing that would bind it all together. Because at the end of the day, like... I don't want somebody to do my job. I just want to do my job better. Right. And so part of that is having the extra support staff that a lot of us don't have. And I think there there is this like climate in youth ministry of wanting things to look right, look good, feel right, be slick, be digital, and have all these different layers of, you know – uh, the elements you need and the surprises and to have the the right look and feel for the things you're going to do. I think there is kind of, you know, maybe an underlying thread that teaching things in series is good or, or, or having really big one-off nights to kind of build up to like helps to kind of generate momentum, but it feels like either you have to do everything that you buy or you have to create it all yourself. And it, there's, there's like, I don't know. It feels like there's a tension there of like, right. I want my stuff to look professional, but I don't have professionals creating my stuff. Like it usually, <laughs> what was the story you were sharing the other day about like the Google image hunt for the perfect youth ministry? Yeah. Image? So, <laughs> so, um, I've seen many youth ministers do this and, um, and I'll be honest, there was, there's a time that I've been guilty of it myself, right? You'll have this idea for this like youth series or whatever, and you don't Dynamite. have like, yeah, you're so like, good. yeah. And you don't have a graphic design artist on your staff or whatever. And so, um, we will sometimes maybe go on Google images and quote unquote borrow, Browse around, <laughs> browse around, and you'll type in like your series name or whatever, something close to it, and 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 you're like, yeah, a picture of a tree, and and we'll use images or graphics that maybe some other people have used that that will pop up on a screen, and you know we're not going to get into the logistics of that or whether that is or is not stealing. That's probably for an, another day, um, but all of that. I didn't make money off of it, Chad. If you don't make money off of it, it's fine that's only when it's for profit <laughs> that's right that's right well so i i'll back up and i'll tell this story zach because i think that this story has a lot to do with how youth ministry booster came about and really the heart of it um you know but before me and my wife moved to bartlesville um we were working in in some very large churches 
And at, at one time, I was on a student ministry staff. Um, there were six of us on our student ministry staff alone. And so each of us had our different roles and our different um, places in that, whether you're the graphic design guy, the small group guy, the, you know, girls ministry person or whatever. And so there are all of these different functions that we had in our staff. And at that time, it was like life was good, right? Um, and, and I think that a lot of people, when they think of large churches, it's that image of a big staff and lots of resources and all that kind of stuff. And um, we've had episodes before and understand that that's not always like sunshine and roses all the time, but there are a lot of benefits, right? There are things that at that time I very much took for granted, right? The fact that there was an entire creative team on my staff that I was able to walk in there and go, hey, I want to do this series on, you know, fasting. And they're like, okay, hey, we'll get back with you in two weeks and we'll give you some ideas for like possible graphics and, and where we're going to go with this and look and all that kind of stuff. And then they would come into my office and lay out a few things and go, here's, here's kind of what we're thinking. And I would be able to go, okay, I like this and this. Hey, let's tweak this. We'll run in this direction. This speaks and, and we'll have the, those kind of like, creative team meetings that we would have and brainstorming sessions and all that kind of stuff. And that's just kind of what ministry looked like at that time for me. Um, good, bad, ugly, whatever. Um, as we moved to, to a much smaller church, we, I didn't have those resources. And and yeah. you don't realize how much you utilize them until they're gone, yeah, until, yeah. until I was going, oh, I want to do this series on this. And then I'm looking around going, Oh, I, I I no longer have a graphic design artist. Looks like this staff of one is going to be working on that till late. Right? Hey, creative Chad, get up to work. Youth pastor Chad wants it done by noon. <laughs> and so I'll, I'll tell you, there was a season of my life, Zach, where I watched tutorial video after tutorial video of Photoshop. And okay. I learned basic Photoshop and things like that. And I was able to kind of piece together some things between Photoshop and just like pages and images and things like that and making my own graphics that I would, that, that I would throw on screen and then brainstorming games and all those kind of things. And the reality of it, and it's probably where most of our listeners are at, you have this idea, whether you want to admit it or not. What you believe a student ministry, like, large group session looks like. You know what a good one looks like. You know what a bad one looks like. All those kind of things. And we have all of these ideas in our mind of, like, oh, man, we want to incorporate this and do this. And the students would love this. And this would look pulled together and nice and clean and all that kind of stuff. But then there's just the reality of what you have at your disposal. Like, what am I actually capable of? Maybe for you, you're like, I don't have a creative bone in my body, right? Yeah. Or maybe for you, you're like, man, I'm super creative. I, I just don't have all the like financial resources to make some of that stuff happen, yeah. all of those kind of things. And so that's where I felt, man. I was in this place of going, oh, like there, there are all these things that for years I've, I've just taken for granted of, man, the the look and the feel and it all tied together and you're communicating this message, um, this biblical truth message that you're trying to get across in your sermon, but your students are hearing it all through the week through creative things that you're doing. And as they walk into the door and as they leave, that it's not just this like 
15 to 20 to 30 minute teaching time, but it's incorporated all through it, yeah. right? And, and and you think about just a teacher in their class, right? Like that's the way you want to do it, right? That yeah. you're not just talking about it, but you have things on the wall and all those kind of things. Because we as people, we learn in different ways, right? We want to see it. We want to smell it. We want to hear it and all those kind of things. And so we teach in that way the same way. And and so I, I was in this place of going, man, I, I need that. I want that. And thankfully, there was a guy that came on our staff that had some of those abilities. And it was this like breath of, breath of fresh air of going, oh, yes, thank you. You know what I mean? And, and we I worked, have help. <laughs> we have help and all that. Um, and so for for you and I, as we begin to think through this, one of the things we've heard from many of our listeners, and it's probably the reason we talk about success so much is there are a lot of people that are at churches that are smaller or medium size. They're looking at these guys at these massive churches and they feel like they need to be doing student ministry the same way, right? Sure, that it looks sure. the same way. And when it doesn't, we feel like I've failed. And that may not necessarily be the case. Um, and so Youth Ministry Booster, we wanted to come along and really provide that team. More than just going, hey, purchase this, do this, plug this into the wall and make it happen, we wanted to say, okay, what are the things that we can take off the plate of the youth minister to allow them to be the minister to that group, to allow them to really flourish and do the things that they're called to do even better than they're already doing? And the things that only they can do, right? Like you right. are the minister to those young people for some kind of reason. Like the church has selected you. God has called you. You have felt you know, the, the passion to care for, teach, instruct, and disciple these young people. Like that's the thing you need to be about, and that's the thing that you need to become great at. Sure. All the bells and whistles stuff that help make it better, like have other people help boost that for you. Like right. I think about, you know, the envy of, man, that big church is doing all those things. Well, yeah, because they've got five people assigned to the problem, right? And so right. my hope is that the youth pastor is doing what the youth pastor is supposed to do, but those support people that do social media and creative arts and compiling this and that and you know publishing and whatever are doing their role, doing their job. And so there's got to be a way for us to pull together some of these energies and efforts and help those that are truly called to be youth ministers to do it at whatever height of level they want to do it at with the right kind of support around them. And there's got to be, there's got to be a different model. There's got to be a different way Sure. because you look at the marketplace and you see all these things of like, Oh, that looks okay. Or that looks great. But where is that guiding wise voice to help lead you into the place where you get to be fully you. And that is that's the thing, Chad, that I think no matter where you are, you know, first year, 10 year, 20 year youth minister, that's the thing that more than any other after nine question is how do I be a better minister for my young people? All the other right. questions we've ever asked all fold back into that one question. Right. Because most of the people that I that I hear that use resources in that way, like series or things like that, the, the big complaint that I always hear over and over from people, they're like, well, I like the idea. Um, but then I, I got it and then 
I ended up having to completely change the talk because I didn't like where they were going and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And so then it didn't you fit my kids, yeah. Right. And so then you spend just as much time like rewriting this thing as you would just to like write your own from the beginning. And so now you've you're in this place where you've got all this stuff, but you're in this completely other realm of what you're trying to do and then you're just trying to tweak everything so it kind of fits you know what i mean where you're at and all that kind of thing and so that was that's one of the big tensions that that i've heard from a lot of people that that are trying to do some different things that are grabbing on to to resources around the place and and so at youth ministry booster we want to try to do something a little bit different. When we come back from the break, we want to talk about some specific details of what that looks like and really unpack to you Youth Ministry Booster, what's going to be in it, how it's going to function, how it's going to work, um, what you can expect. And, and I'll tell you, whether it's your first year in student ministry or whether you're a 20-year veteran, I think that there are resources that are going to be involved in this that you're going to look at and go, okay, that could definitely be useful for me to free me up to do this thing a little bit better. Calling all After 9 listeners. Zach and Chad are incredibly thankful for your patronage and encouragement. As we move into the next chapter of After 9, we want to ask for your support. You can help make After 9 even better. Please consider contributing monthly to growing After 9's reach and resources by visiting our Patreon page. Go to www.patreon.com slash afternine to become a supporter. You can also visit www.afternineministry.com slash support to learn more. We appreciate your ongoing encouragement, prayers, and support. All right, we're here after the break for After 9, episode 40 with Chad and Zach talking about Youth Ministry Booster. Chad, you've talked about it. You've laid out why it's a good thing. But what are we getting? What are we getting involved in? If, if someone was to say, Chad, what, what, what do I get out of Youth Ministry Booster? What, what do they get? What does it look like? What, 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 what gets boosted? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so like we talked about a little bit before the break, the whole idea of this is that you are the youth minister for your group. You know them the best. You know where they're at and exactly what they need to hear. Um, but for each one of us, we have these elements um, or staff positions that are around us that, that need to be filled. And I know if you're anything like me, one of two things are, are going to happen there. One, you're either going to look at some of these peripheral type things and you're going to go, well, that's just not going to happen. And so you don't do it, right? So there is no graphic, you know, art behind you while you're speaking. There's no PowerPoint slides. The games are just whatever you can find that week, all that kind of stuff. Um, or you're going to spend a large amount of your time in that given week creating that really cool game and dreaming that up or watching PowerPoint or, or not PowerPoint, but Photoshop tutorials for all day Tuesday and then trying to like knock something out on Wednesday morning. And then by like Wednesday at one, you're like, oh, I got to write my talk. Right. And you're trying yeah. to like shove that thing in there. Scramble, and, scramble, 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 <laughs> scramble, go, go, go. Um, and, and so what we want to do is at the heart of it, understand that you are the youth minister for your group. You know them the best, you know where they're at the best. And so what we want to do is create all of those things around it. 
there has to be some sort of backbone to it. And so what we're asking and offering is really to be a part of this team, be a part of this team that together we're going to begin to walk through this year-long structure that has a um, understood thread that goes through it. Um, and so each of our series are going to be broken into a month. So there'll be 12 series during the month. Each of those series, though, while they have an overarching theme, the internal workings are very, very loose for you to go in whatever direction that you want. So I'll give you, case in point, our free sample that will be up on October 10th for you to look at all of it will be our Christmas um, series. Now, I'm not going to give away right now like the title of that and the artwork and all that kind of stuff, but can I tell you right now, it's really, really awesome and cool. Super cool. Um, it is super cool. Um it's one of those series that I'm like, ah, like I, I kind of wish I had a student ministry right now just so I could like do it because um, it just seems so fun and so exciting. Um, but so everyone during the, the month of December, most likely you're going to be talking about the birth of Christ, Christmas, right? And so that's kind of this understood. December, most student ministries are going to be talking about that. But the way that you're going to talk about it is probably different than the way that Zach's going to talk about it, the way that I would talk about it, the way the guy down the street would talk about it. So all we're going to be building is you're going to get the main artwork for this overarching title of a theme. But your week-to-week talks may look completely different from Zach because we're not going to write that for you. What we will provide for in these series, in these bundles, um, is the resources that you would start to compile when starting to build these talks. So we've poured through Scripture and we've, we've pulled out great passages all through Scripture that point towards this main theme of the birth of Christ. And so you've got Old Testament prophecy, New Testament things, this coming of Christ, all of, all of that kind of look into it that, that you have on um, a, a simple Word document that you're able to look through and to spark your ideas, to spark your creativity. Because as you sit down, you begin to pray about your students and where God's leading you. We just want to we want to be that spark for you. We want to be that um, idea catalyst that you go, boom, what a great verse. Oh, I could begin to teach on this for two weeks. And and it comes alive in you. So you're going to have these scripture packages. You're going to have quotes from all over that we've searched down. And we've done that like running resource stuff that, you know, that thing that you normally do on like Monday morning when you're like, I need a great quote for my talk. And then you spend like three hours jumping between Facebook, Twitter, and then quote pages of trying to find these kind of things. And let's be honest, you're going to spend at least two hours of that, like looking through stupid videos of cats anyways. But it's true. Um, and, and so you're going to get some resources like that really just to spark your ideas. You, you hopefully through that God moves in your own heart. You, you hear from him, man, this is the direction that we're going. This is what my students need to hear. And it helps you write better talks. Um, you'll also be provided with these main graphics uh, to tie everything in together, uh, PowerPoint slides for you to begin to create your own PowerPoint slides. You may or may not use those. Um, I, I know for myself, over the last really three years, I tried to use PowerPoint a lot more because I want my students to see it, right? They're such visual people. And so helping them 
write those things down and all that kind of stuff is so, so helpful. Um, there'll be flyers that are moldable and shapeable. So all of our graphic stuff that you'll get in that area is customizable. We have a graphic design artist that's going to be on our team that's going to show you exactly how and some great free programs online that you can plug them into, use the correct font, and add your times, your date, your titles to it. So it looks like something that was designed by a professional, but it comes right off your desk with all of your correct information on it and not just some generic flyer, um, but it's specific to your people. Um, also in, in those packs are games. Zach, you can tell the people, what was my least favorite thing to do as a youth minister? Oh, for all the weeks that I got a Wednesday text from Chad saying, dude, do you know any games that I should play tonight? <laughs> Cause it's the last thing that we want to think of, but we know how important it is because for some students, the dumb game is the way they make the real connection. And they need that. They need that time to either be on stage and be silly or that time to have an excuse to talk to that cute boy or girl across the room or to be partnered up with students that are older and younger than them. Whatever it is, don't discount how important silly, stupid fun is for growing and building your youth ministry and let us boost you. <laughs> By putting together some quality games. Because we know you don't want to. No one wants to. But you must. You must play the games. <laughs> as wonderful as you made that sound. I hate it with every fiber of my being. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even give the pitch. I love it. No, but it's, it's true though. It's part of the package. And it's part of the reminder that we want to give people quality and flexibility. Like that, that is more than anything else. Youth Ministry Booster is 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 our offering to the youth ministry universe that there is a there is room and there is space to have things that are quality and customizable for your youth ministry whether you have 2 12 20 or 200 students there is space for you to have something that feels and fits for your youth ministry but it is full of great content because you are tailoring it to your students you're not teaching Zach's lesson or Chad's lesson to your kids you are taking notes research a boost from Zach and Chad to create the very best stuff for your kiddos. Yeah. So each one of each one of those packs will come with four games. We're going to be doing four games, um, but you'll get four games in those packages. Those will be a mix uh, between PowerPoint games that we create. So you're able to just put them in, play them, um, everything to upfront to group games. And so we try to make it a good blend of, um, okay, th this is a games, you know, the, for maybe your middle school students, this is more of a text kind of game, all of those kind of things to allow for some different experiences so your students aren't doing the exact same thing every week of yeah. just a simple trivia PowerPoint game every single week over and over again. So we try to to switch those up. So those games, what, what that's going to look like, even if it's an upfront game, you're going to get a professionally done slide that has the name of that game with fun art and all that kind of stuff on it that will be on the background behind you, all of that kind of thing while you're playing that game. Uh, PowerPoint games, like those are easy explain that'll be running behind you during that time um but but even down to like the shopping list of what you need to have for that game because if there's one thing that i would have loved in my student ministry is this zach 
if you told me, hey, you don't ever have to worry about games again. Here's the exact list of what you're going to do. Here's exactly yeah. what you need. Just pass this off to a leader and go, hey, do you mind grabbing these this week? All that Thanks. kind of deal. <laughs> Boom. Winning. That's called hashtag winning. All right. There, exactly- there's a stay-at-home parent that wants to incorporate the youth ministry shopping list <laughs> into their weekly Walmart or Target trip, and you can just shoot that email to them, and it's clean, easy, and crisp. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> An explanation on how to play the game and all that kind of stuff. So um, either that's for you or one of your leaders that is running the game or however you do that, but you're able to hand that off. It's an easy explanation. Um, all of that is in a great package together. The next thing that I want to talk about is social media. That's always yeah. this thing that for us, we're like, oh, we're supposed to be doing, but it often slips our mind. And so what we're going to be doing um, in, in the social media world is this. Um, we're going to provide you um, with multiple tweets and Instagram posts that are already pre-made, ready to go Um for your base level stuff. And so then you've already, you can set that up to where it'll publish constantly and on the go. Um, but then you're also able to add your own personal stuff throughout that. But we provide some of that filler stuff that continue to allow your social media to grow and, and to be an influence without you having to sit there at your desk on, I need to find a good image to use for this social media thing to to help my kid to remind my kids to be there on Wednesday night and all that kind of stuff. And so we want to provide that kind of deal for you that you can alter it just slightly with your dates, your times, your location, all that kind of stuff. Uh, But it's easy to push out, pump out. Um, It's already pre-done, thought about, um, and, and ready to go. No, that's right. I mean, anything that we can do to help streamline what can be streamlined. So you can do the thing that cannot be sacrificed. Uh, one of the things that Chad and I have talked about from the very, very beginning is that every good youth pastor will always find a way to teach a lesson. It's the other stuff that seems to always get in the way from turning a good lesson into a great right. lesson, a good teaching into a great teaching. Uh, friends, listeners, this, this, is our, this is our gift. This is our hope. This is our, our, our partnership with you that we could boost all of your good efforts into great efforts because all the things that you kind of didn't want to do but you knew were important are provided for, you can get back to doing what will make your youth ministry great. And here's the final thing of Youth Ministry Booster that I think is the most important um, and the thing that's different is you get a community and you get access to other youth ministers that are walking through the same thing. Um if it was just a product for you to buy and walk away from, like, yeah, that's good. And even what we've talked about, like, I'll be honest, I, I would have used this even at the very end of my student ministry stuff. Um, but what we want to do in each one of these deals, because it's going to look different for every youth minister, we're able to talk through it and we're able to go, okay, th- these are some of the added elements that I'm doing to really make this series come alive. And so in each one of these boosters, there will be um, a pre-recorded audio from Zach and myself. They're talking through exactly what you're going to be getting in that specific package. But then also we're going to talk about um, maybe here's an added element that we would have done away from it, right? Like I, I know case in point with this Christmas one, um, many of you probably do some sort of like 
ugly sweater or Christmas party or whatever. And so we'll talk through some of that. Here's how we could do that. Um, some of those kind of things will add into the process for you to just freely download. If, if you're in the um, service for that month, we want you to have access to all this stuff. We'll talk about even teaching stuff. Hey, this is the direction we would have went with these talk. Here's specifically what we would have talked about or for Zach is talking about. Um, and then we want to incorporate other youth ministers in on these conversations. Um, there will be some closed Facebook groups that for anybody that's in it that month, they'll be able to get onto it um, and have some community, some access, um, and, and to talk through and then have the ability to, to banter with Zach and myself as, as we want to be accessible through this process and be able to to brainstorm. Because we we believe in youth ministry we believe ministering to youth and we want to help people do it better and so we believe helping them have this long-term year strategy every year knowing exactly where they're going to be going but then still the opportunity to minister to their students really really well if i can take off of your plate having to come up with a game every week having to create instagram slides create graphics and all of that kind of stuff, even breaking down some of your sermon prep time by providing a list of quotes and a list of scripture and all that kind of stuff, if that allows you to minister to your people better, to write better talks, then praise the Lord for that. And and so at the heart of Youth Ministry Booster, um, it, it is youth ministers ministering to other youth ministers by freeing them up to do what they do best. And and so, man, I hope and I pray that this is more than just something that you subscribe to, that you're a part of, but I, I hope and I pray that it frees you up to minister better. And so that that's our hope and that's our prayer for what we're trying to do. Super exciting. Please go check it out, www.youthministrybooster.com, www.youthministrybooster.com. Um, get signed up. Be the first to know. Get some sneak peek information. We are so excited that After 9 is not just a podcast for youth ministers having honest conversations, but hopefully we can become even better at the, at the, the call, the work, and the task of youth ministry. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. We'll see you in a week. Thanks for listening to After 9. Join the community and continue the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, or visit after9ministry.com to share your story.